You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. This is a very special episode. Today, we're diving in and talking about some of my favorite people on the planet. And little known fact, there's this X chromosome, there's a Y chromosome, you come together, create people, or you get the double X. The X chromosome is actually a little bit bigger than the Y, all right? It's a little bit more genetic information in there when those two X's come together in creating our amazing women. And this episode is dedicated to some of the incredible women that we had on the Model Health Show and inspired by International Women's Day coming up later this week when this episode is published. And for me, it's been uh, the women in my life who've truly been the force of change, who've truly been the force of inspiration. And even going all the way back to uh, just my childhood influences and, and just kind of feeling out of sorts in my childhood, moving from my mother's house when I was very young, very volatile environment, to moving in with my grandmother, who really cultivated and taught me unconditional love and taught me certainty and safety and the importance of education. And I remember her sitting there with me as I'm writing out my cursive letters in my Garfield, shout out to Garfield, by the way, lasagna, all right, in my little Garfield notebook, and just encouraging me to write and to read and to learn and how important that is. And I kept that thread with me throughout my entire experience of school, you know, of education. And I really kind of mastered that system because it is a system, let's just be honest, there are some issues with the system, but it's very good no matter what was going on in my life, I just knew that I was going to get, quote, get good grades. And she instilled that, that love of education in me to just like, oh, I just wanna figure this thing out. And from there, parlaying into my experience early in life, my grandmother, my grandfather actually had a couple of open heart surgeries, just a victim of that city living. You know, he's a country boy at heart. He would hunt and forage and things like that. But him and my grandmother actually worked at a factory uh, in St. Louis. And that pace of life and the doctor telling him, hey, you need to switch off of that butter and get onto that margarine, right, the partially hydrogenated oil, and the same thing, he was a big fan of peanut butter, right? That GIF. And he would make this little concoction. He was a pretty fit guy. He was just a fit, slim, handsome fella. And he would take the GIF, pour on the artificial version of maple syrup, because it wasn't the, you know, it was the Aunt Jemima version or Miss Buttersworth, maybe? And her thick self. And he pour the peanut butter and the maple syrup together, mix it up put it on a piece of bread. No, he put the piece of bread on top of it. White bread, all right, the bunny bread. Wonder bread, no, it was wonder, I wonder. It was wonder bread, and that would be his snack. You know, but again, he was hunting, foraging. My grandmother had a garden, but this was a time, you know, during the 80s, that it was promoted low fat, be careful with the fat, especially if you have heart conditions. And he just continued to get worse by adding in more and more, more processed foods that we're removing all the healthy fats from natural foods. And so long story short, after a couple of open heart surgeries, he moved back home to Piedmont, Missouri, the quote country, the boot hills, gravel road to get to their house. But my grandmother was left with a choice, you know, bringing me to an environment where I really, really would not fit into, you know, going back with my mother uh, in the kind of the inner city structure and uh, a little bit more of a 
volatile environment that we were in. And, uh, but even in that environment, my mother taught me how to survive. She taught me how to make something out of nothing. And that no matter what's going on, no matter our lack, we're gonna find a way to eat. We're gonna make sure we have a roof over our head. And gave me that hustle, she embedded that in me. And so I'm so grateful to my mother for that. And it wasn't until I met my wife, then girlfriend in college. And I was a personal trainer at the time, had about a, maybe two years into the game, very passionate about serving and helping people because I had my own transformation. And this is the early 2000s. This is probably 2004 when we met. And she was coming into the gym, coming into my space. You know, at the, I worked at a university. It wasn't my gym, but, you know, I, I really felt like it was my gym. I knew everybody coming and going. And there was this new girl coming in, and she was dedicated. Right, She's coming in every day. She was on the treadmill just like, I was like, oh, she's super dedicated. And it wasn't a, like checking out kind of thing. It was more like I would know who was about that life or not. Because I was just in a different mindset than even with relationships. I was just sick of it. But I just saw her coming in each day. And funny enough, I just finished up with a client. And she was on the abductor chair, which is the most awkward machine to be on in a conversation with somebody, right? She was on the abductor machine. And she was just maybe 10 feet away from me. I was just finishing up with a client and she dropped her headphones. And I just went over and just picked him up because she's in an awkward position. <laughs> you know, with the, you know, the abductor machine, that's the one where your legs are open and you're trying to, never mind. But anyway, so I picked him up and I gave him to her and she said, thank you. And I noticed an accent. I was like, where are you, where are you from? Like, I know you're not from around here. And she told me that she was from Kenya and she was just a, and I didn't know this till like years later. She was very impressed that I picked it up because her accent is very, very subtle. But working at a university, I work with people from all over the world. So I just kind of picked that up. And kind of the rest is history. You know, we started talking and dating. And, but when she came into my life, she came packaged with, my, with her mother, who's my mother-in-law now. And they just gave me so much culture, so much. They brought in my horizon so much. All I knew was the city of St. Louis. It was like a bubble. I had no desire even to go anywhere. I'd see planes flying by overhead. I'm like, oh man, they, they must be going somewhere, you know? But I never desired to be on one of those planes. I never desired to, to really go outside of that comfort zone, I guess, I was in. And, you know, so she got me on my first trip. And she, when she found out I'd never been anywhere, she was like, no, we are going somewhere right now. And... um she held me accountable. You know, she supported my dream and my vision. And she allowed me to support hers as well. And uh, in her support of her mom, her mom is an occupational therapist and running her business. And she was, my wife was running things for, for her mother. And so they both gave me this feeling that, this feeling of, of certainty that I had lacked since leaving my grandmother's house really. You know, and trusting that somebody had my back, that things were gonna be okay when I wake up in the morning. You know, there isn't going to be somebody's, you know, got a black eye or somebody's, you know, because that's the stuff I would wake up to as a child. And um, it took a while, but that love, that consistency that they brought to my life of showing up for me, it always surprised me when they would do stuff for me. You know, my, my uh, mother-in-law, when I land from going on a trip, you know, going to speak somewhere, and she would have food ready for me. And it just like is a love language. You know, and it just really made me feel like I mattered. And so I could tell a thousand stories about the women in my life who've helped me to be the person that I am. And all of us truly 
without the love and the insight of women, this world wouldn't exist. You know, technically, it couldn't exist anyways. You know, let's be real. It's the giver of life. And so I wanted to do something special today and to share some of the most powerful messages from some of the most incredible women that we've had here on the Model Health Show over the years. And I think that you're really, really going to enjoy this. this. is something you're going to want to listen to over and over again. So many powerful clips and insights. And also, I want to share with you, I've been studying this so much, I'm kind of obsessed right now. But listen, this is a compilation for women. So let's talk about the Queen Bee. And I'm not talking about Little Kim. I'm not talking about Beyonce. Shout out to them. No disrespect at all. All love. I'm not talking about Cardi B. I'm talking about the Queen Bee that everybody's kind of, you know, pulling the name from, but this is the queen bee of the beehive, right? Why is the queen bee so special? Now, if you look at some of the data, scientists still don't understand how bees are able to communicate with each other and function together in understanding direction and communication. They can navigate better than humans can. And one of the things we don't understand is like, is this word we don't like to use in science is psychic connection. It's something that we just don't understand how they're able to kind of reverberate this message. And no matter the distance that these bees are, are from the hive. The queen bee, the reason that she actually becomes the queen bee. Now, first of all, let's just make something clear. What really differentiates, you know, we have the worker bees, there's drones, but the queen bee feeds exclusively on royal jelly. Right? Royal jelly, the royal jelly. And it's this nutritive component that allows the queen bee to live far longer than any other bees and to, and to, and to sustain life and guidance and govern uh, this colony, right? Now, here's what I want you to know. There's a study published in Advanced Biomedical Research that found that royal jelly has the potential to improve spatial learning, so navigating your body within space, so things like proprioception, things like map learning, you know, like understanding our environment. Also, they found that they were able to, Royal Jelly's able to improve attention. Who could use some of that today? And also, it was found to be able to improve overall memory function. Now, in addition to that, Royal Jelly is antimicrobial, it's anti-tumor, anti-inflammatory, specifically for the brain. It has some properties where it functions as a neurohormone in the brain. Really remarkable stuff. A royal jelly has also been found to facilitate the differentiation of all types of brain cells. And on top of that, researchers in Japan recently discovered that royal jelly has the power to stimulate neurogenesis in the hippocampus. So this is the part of your brain responsible for your memory. This is the memory center of your brain. This food one of the rare foods that can directly cause neurogenesis, the creation of new brain cells, and make you smarter. Now, Beekeepers Naturals knew this, this incredible company, and they decided to, there's this huge wave now taking place with folks tuning into nootropics, right? These uh, specific supplements and sometimes smart drugs, things that help to radically improve cognitive function, right? It's kind of where the whole Limitless movie paradigm came from. It's like it could take this substance and, and unlock superpowers in the human brain. Now, of course, there are levels to this and we want to work with things that are natural, that don't have side effects, that anyways have direct effects on just making your brain and your overall health work better. And this is what we see in something like Royal Jelly. And so 
Beekeepers Naturals took this to make an incredible nootropic that I actually had today. I've been having pretty frequently, especially if I got some cognitive stuff to do, some uh, mental performance stuff to do. It's really, really awesome. Now, this is the highlight of the product is Royal Jelly which again, I've already shared some of the data on how powerful it is for cognitive function, but they've also combined it with some other ingredients, including Bacopa. Now, I've been a fan of Bacopa for years. It's one of my favorite things. And their product, it's called B-Lixer, B.Lixer, L-X-R, B-Lixer. The Bacopa, listen to this, in a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled human trial, this is the gold standard of study, this was published in 2016, found that after just six weeks of use, Bacopa significantly improved the speed of visual information processing, learning rate, memory consolidation, and even decreased anxiety in study participants. Royal Jelly combined with this, combined with Ginkgo, incredible, all right? I got put onto this, a friend of mine, Angie Lee, dropped by my house and she gave me some of this. And I'm very body sensitive. I'm just like, I don't know, you know, I'll try it out. I tried it, love it. All right, highly, highly recommend checking this out, especially for up-leveling that cognitive performance. Pop over there, check them out. It's beekeepersnaturals.com forward slash model and get 15% off everything they carry. That's beekeepers, that's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S naturals.com forward slash model for 15% off all of their incredible products. Definitely try out the Beelixer like today. Get yourself some of this. I think you're absolutely going to love it. And the reason I love Beekeepers Natural so much, you're not going to find this quality anywhere else because they do third-party testing for over 70 different pesticides, residues, and toxins that are in common bee products, right? That honey bear, even if it's, quote, raw honey that's out there, this quality and the testing, and looking for things like uh, pervasive things, even like DDT that's in a lot of different products out there, but heavy metals like arsenic, lead, mercury, uh, bacteria like E. coli, they test for all this stuff. So you're actually getting incredible products without any of the negative stuff. All right. So don't even get me started on their honey. All right. Their superfood honey. Oh, my goodness. I love it. So pop over to check them out. Beekeepersnaturals.com forward slash model for 15% off. Now let's get to the Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled Love, Love, Love by Miss Independent 05. I absolutely love this podcast with my whole life. Literally the best podcast ever. Sean's knowledge is pretty amazing. Keep it up. Love it. That put a huge smile on my face, a smile in my heart. Thank you so much for sharing that review over on Apple Podcasts. Love it with your whole life. Man, that means everything. And I appreciate you for taking the time out to leave that review over on Apple Podcasts. And everybody, if you've yet to do so, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. I appreciate it so very much. And listen, this episode is, again, a very, very powerful episode and dedication to the incredible women who I've had the opportunity to have on this show over the years. And this is just a speckling, by the way. I mean, there's so many different people. And I wanted to just drill this down to 10 powerful tips and insights from 10 incredible women and we're going to kick this thing off with one of my all-time favorite episodes this might be our most downloaded episode or it's in the top two or three for sure and this is with lisa nichols lisa nichols is a top female speaker in the world right now and or for many years she's a star in the hit movie the secret best-selling author and just a true force a force for goodness a force for love 
and a force for growth. And in this clip, she's going to be talking about and sharing with you what your number one job is for you to do each day. So let's jump into this clip from the amazing Lisa Nichols. My job, your job is to get up and like you. And every other like on Facebook is bonus. <laughs> but you <laughs> yeah. liked you first. Yeah. And, and I think the journey to liking you, the journey to getting to that place, that's where, where everyone's seeking. That's what people seek when they step on my campus. That's what people seek. And, and ideally, we watch people get to that point when they've studied with us for a while. And what that looks like is, if you want to know, in my opinion, the first thing to do is to become whole and complete with every decision you've ever made. Because we're we're holding ourselves hostage to our past decisions, actions, behaviors, the things we did that we felt we shouldn't do and the things that we felt we should have taken a leap on that we didn't take a leap on. So one, become whole and complete with all of your past decisions, because when you know more, you do more. And you made all your decisions based on what you knew at the time. And you can't measure the man or woman you are based on the decision you made back then based on what you know now. You didn't know then what you know now. If I knew then at 29, what I know now at 51, excitedly my 51, I wouldn't have made those decisions, but I knew what I knew. And so I did what I did based on what I knew. So one, become whole and complete with your with, with all your decisions. Two, recognize that forgiveness is not about partnering anyone else in your life. Decision is about opening up more internal real estate for love and possibility in yourself. So I think forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness of others. So if you ask me the two things, one is to become whole and complete with your decisions and your actions from 20 years ago. Become whole and complete with those because you knew what you knew. That's why you did what you did. And two, recognize that forgiveness is not about partnering a behavior. It's not about giving, um, it's not about giving acceptance to what occurred. It's about opening up more real estate in your body in your heart and in your soul for what's possible in the future because two things can't occupy the same space. So where there's hate, anger, shame, blame, there cannot be love and possibility. All right, up next on our compilation of some of the most inspirational women that we've had here on the Model Health Show is my friend Andrea Nevado. All right, Andrea is one of the stars of the hit, smash hit show, Jane the Virgin. And she's been in films like Bright with Will Smith and just super talented, but super dope. She's just a dope human being. And it was so cool to have her on the show and to just talk about her story, her insights, her growth, her dedication to health and wellness and to learning and to getting better. And that's how she found out about the Model Health Show is just her dedication to being the best that she can be. And so in this clip, she's going to be talking about not letting your insecurities rule you. All right, so let's jump into this clip from the amazing, talented Andrea Nevetto. You know, I've been acting, I want to say, for over 27 years. That's including college. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a long road. And yeah. I, and it's been a long road of, of, of growth and self-discovery because I had challenges of, of mindset challenges. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of insecurities, which I still have, <laughs> still working on. I don't think they 100% go away, but I am very proactive in, in them. And I, I like to talk about them because I feel like it's like shedding a light on, on it and not letting it stay in the dark yeah. because then when it's in the dark and it's hidden, it, it rules you. 
and I want to be the one in charge. So I like to talk about my insecurities, um, especially because I want people to know that, you know, they see me on a television show and they think, oh, she's got the perfect life. And, you know, you look at, you know, social media and it looks so ideal. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm doing fun and cool and wonderful things. And but, you know. I'm walking around with insecurities. I really am. And I'm working on myself. And it's one of the reasons why I love your podcast, because I feel like, you know, the things that you share, the things that you, you share with your audience is, is to make us a better people. And that's my, my MO. That's, I want to be a better person, yeah. you know, inside and out. All right. We are doing a compilation of some of the most incredible messages and inspiring women here on the Model Health Show. And next up for you, I have a clip from Marissa Peer. Marissa has been uh, voted and acknowledged as the top hypnotherapist in the UK and also just really in the world right now. And wow, she's had such a huge impact on many of the people that I know, friends of mine, just in one session, in one conversation, transforming issues they've been battling with, sometimes their whole life, the, the, the life as long as they can, uh, their recognition, and just having a conversation with her. She's brilliant, she's insightful, and she's powerful. And in this clip, she's going to be sharing with you why one of the most important moments in your life is when you realize that you are enough. Let's jump into this clip from Marissa Peer. We see my family, my mother was evacuated in the war in England. You sent children away from the cities into the countryside and they lived with complete strangers. And she learned very early on that if she got sick, her parents would come to visit. They had no money at all. So being sick was very useful, it met her needs. When you have children with unmet needs, they very often become sick because it's the quickest way of meeting that need. So I grew up with a mother who was always sick and a father who loved his job and was never sick. And I realized very early on that when you have a brilliant brain, which we all have, you, you can choose, rationalize why you feel so bad or talk yourself out. I had one parent who always rationalized, like, oh, the weather's changing, I'm going to get sick now. This is all going to go wrong. This will all end in tears. My mother was a master in rationalizing everything would go wrong. And my father was a master. I never get sick. My body would never get sick. I love my job too much. Those kids need me. He was never sick a day in his life. My mother was always sick. It was an interesting home mm. to be brought up in. And I realized very early on, your words shape your reality. If you don't like your reality, change your language. Rationalize why you feel so bad. Talk yourself out of it. This freeway is killing me. Or, hey, I've got a car. i got money to pay in gas. That's someone else's fantasy dream come true. What would you have given 10 years ago with this problem that you got to commute to a job and you moan and bitch about it? Oh, the freeway is killing me. This job is too much. I'm dying under my paperwork. I'm at my maximum bandwidth. I can't take it. And of course you can. It's someone else's fantasy. And so that was very interesting to me to understand that you can choose how you feel about anything. I mean, after all, if you decided to get a whole sleeve of tattoos down your arm, would you go going, hey, is this going to hurt me? they go, of course it's going to hurt. Mm. It'll take you a year to get that tattoo done. But some people choose to love pain. How weird is that? I'm choosing to love tattoos. I love a bit of pain. I love endurance training. I love pushing myself to the limit. 
But you see how they choose it. And other people go, oh, I couldn't do that. That would kill me. No. So you, you got to understand that you should be your own best friend and talk to yourself better. And so, you know, I wasn't destined to be successful. My brother went to a private school. I didn't. My parents tried to train me to be a nanny because I was told I would never make it. And But I realized very early on that that's not up to anyone else, that's up to me. And when I was told I could never have a baby, would never get pregnant, couldn't carry a baby to full term, I heard a voice in my head going, don't let that in. And much, much later I had cancer and I heard the same thing. Well, you know, I mean, my doctor said, it's got your name and address, it will probably come back. And I thought, what a terrible thing to do to wow. someone, to actually knock on the table and go, well, it knows where you live. It's probably going to come back. I'm like, no, it's not coming back. I'm never having that come back. So we get to choose. And one of the biggest things to choose is don't give your power to someone else. No one can tell you how to feel. You're never going to find love because you're not a supermodel. No one's going to love you because you're not wealthy. You're never going to make it because we haven't, we're not the kind of family where we can send you to college. You know, we hear all these limiting beliefs as kids. Why can't you be like your sister? She's not messy. Look at your cousin. She could read when she was four. We buy into I'm not enough. And I'm enough will change your entire life because what lies beneath addictions, hoarding, compulsive shopping, neediness is a belief I'm not enough and I need more. That might be more food, maybe more drugs, maybe more praise, it may be more stuff. But if that stuff could make you feel enough, why do you need more? And if you understand that when you think you're not enough, you will always need more. When you know you're enough, you don't need more, but you think, oh, I deserve a better relationship than this. I deserve a better career than this. I deserve more because I'm worth it. And so if you want to change your life, join the I Am Enough movement. Write it on your mirror. Say it every day. What else are you going to say when you're cleaning your teeth? I like this minty toothpaste. How about looking in the mirror and going, oh, look, that's in lipstick or eyeliner or a marker pen. I'm enough. Wire it in. Put it on your fridge and fridge magnets. Um, put it on your phone so it alerts you twice a day. Change all your passwords securely, of course. Because have you got that? Absolutely. But you'd never work it out because it's got squiggles and dots and capitals and a weird spelling, but I type out every day, I'm enough. I read it every day. One of my clients, amazingly, had it printed on her kids' pillowcases, so they read that every morning and every night, and these kids were being bullied, and it changed everything. It was a game-changer for them. So if you can accept that a lot of our unhappiness comes from believing we're not enough, but we're not born with that belief, then you can accept, okay, if I say I'm enough, it will change my life. Absolutely. Mm. And what's it going to cost you anyway? It's free, it's easy, it's effortless, and it's a game changer. Next up in our compilation is somebody who's really helped to make this possible, who's helped to make this compilation possible, uh, the Model Health Show possible. And this is a very special episode that I did with my mother-in-law, Wambui Cabrera. All right, Jane Wambui Cabrera. And in this clip, she's going to be sharing with you how self-love can uplift you and create the foundation for you to achieve your potential. All right, so again, one of my all-time favorite episodes, special moment to have on my mother-in-law, one of my greatest teachers. So let's jump into this clip with Wambui Cabrera. 
But the way I live my life is where I have so much love for myself, self-care. I love myself so much that I want to do everything which is going to empower my mind, empower my body, so that I'm able to experience the blessings of what there is today, not tomorrow. How happy do I, do I feel today? How contented am I today? What is my relationship with other people? So I prepare that foundation. It's like watering the, the, the plant of the, the roots of the plant so that it can flourish and bear good fruits. So I become that reflection without knowing, only to transmit, only that which is flowing from me without effortlessly. If it is whatever, what, if I see somebody, it's like every day, you know, I ask myself, my life is the way it is, not because of me. Thousands of people, not even my relatives, the people here, they are making this thing happen. The place where we are in, the roads we are driving, you see everybody in the whole world is making my life possible. So how can I reflect that image or that light which I have already created within me to give the best out from myself? I want to feel more energetic when I go there. I want to be able to give only what I have. You don't give something you don't have. Mm. Yes. So that's, that's how I prepare myself to create that uh, foundation to give whatever is being created in this body by making sure that I do and preserve this uh, body, which is the only gift I have and I ever acquire. I don't expect any other gift except this body and my mind to be able to make it every day. All right, in honor of International Women's Day, which really should be every day, we're doing a compilation of some of the most inspirational messages from some of the most powerful women who we've had on the Model Health Show. And next, this is one of my favorite people on the planet, and this is Shalene Johnson, New York Times bestselling author, fitness icon. All right. I believe she has a Guinness World Record. It might still stand of having the most fitness DVDs, sales, and just being in people's homes. Uh, you know, we shifted out of the game to the DVDs. Now everything is online, downloadable. But she's been in the game for a minute, impacting lives. And she's just such an incredible human being. But the thing that I really love most, well, there's a lot to love about her. But one of the things I love most is that she's given people an example that you can have a successful business without throwing your health and your relationships with your family in lay toilet, all right? Because there are messages out there that you have to sacrifice one thing for the other. Now, of course, there is uh, the importance of prioritizing, and she's gonna talk about that here in this clip. So let's check out her response when I ask her the question about having it all. So let's jump into this conversation with Shalene Johnson. I think you have to start with, you know, you said you can have it all, which is true, but which is most important? Because yeah. if, you, if you don't honestly answer that question, then your actions don't align. 
And for me, I was always saying my family is most important, but my actions and the way I was living my life didn't align with that because I was working 90 hours a week. Um, and just even when I wasn't working, I was really preoccupied with what I was supposed to be doing. I'd be in a movie theater and looking at the screen, but I couldn't tell you what the movie was because I was going through tasks mm. and ideas and work. And it just took a toll on, it didn't take a toll on, I mean, it was taking a toll on me, but I would have continued like that indefinitely until my husband really just said he'd had enough. Yeah. And it took him a long, long, long time of just dealing with me, you know, yeah. uh, to finally tell me that this isn't fun, this isn't what I signed up for. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Look at all the things that we have, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it was, it's my go, it was my go-to, it was my drug. Like for some people it's shopping or, or drinking or um, their sport. For me, work was how I dissociated. It's, mm -hmm. it's, I felt like I wasn't a worthwhile person if I wasn't working. Like I would never dream of letting somebody find out that I was taking a rest day because I thought mm. they would think less of me. Yeah. You know, and so um, how I solved that problem for myself, transparency is through therapy. Mm. I mean, it's an addiction and I think you can figure it out yourself if you want, but that's kind of the long, hard road. I always tell people, if you want the shortcut, don't be afraid of it. Um, get a good therapist. And if you don't find the first person you see is great, then keep looking because it is the shortcut. Yeah, as I was of course wondering, like how did you get out of that? Because it's, it's yeah. so pervasive and affects everything. And by the way, so this is to be clear, <laughs> when I say have it all, I mean having some um, value or a sense of of accomplishment in each area, but yes, you have to identify yes. what matters most. That's right, yeah. yeah so thank you for that. And so, yeah, and this is around, you know, when I first met you, I saw that, like, you were really like your family, you know? Yeah. And so this was like, was that after or during that time? No, you... I met you after that transition, yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it, it, what's funny is you, I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, you learn from other entrepreneurs whom most are kind of, you know, regurgitating this hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind message. And I believed that too. And I also believed that in order to be successful, like you had to pay a price or you didn't deserve it, right? Mm, like, so I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't deserve in my mind, I didn't deserve to enjoy these things um, and if I, unless I was working that hard. Yeah. And when I would wear the workaholic badge, like I was proud of it. Mm. And I remember going to therapy and thinking, <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, but I'm here because I work too hard. You know, like I was like, oh, she's gonna love this. And it wasn't, you know, it didn't take long to get to the root of why I felt that way. All right, we're back and I hope that you're enjoying this compilation. And this month on the Model Health Show, we're doing a dedication to brain health. We're really doing a focus, all the episodes that we're putting out. Uh, but this was a special episode I really wanted to get in just to honor all of the incredible women. But we still wanna have a little bit of information on supporting our brain health. And nutrition is obviously a huge part of this because the reality is your brain is literally made of the stuff that you eat, all right? That's where the, the physical structure of your brain actually comes from. So you can derive then that your thoughts are gonna be a result of the food that you eat. Your emotions are gonna be a result of the food that you eat, your attention span your focus, your creativity are all going to be derived from the food that you eat that's creating the structure 
of this amazing brain that we all have. Now, with that said, obviously real whole foods is the basis, but now we do know that there are some, you know, this category of like superfoods and super herbs and things that have actually been around for thousands of years and documented use that can help to support the health and performance of the human brain. And for me, probably this is the thing that I have been utilizing the longest. And it's just been a, a, something that even prior to the Model Health Show, uh, me just kind of being fresh in this field and looking at how can I improve my cognitive health and just my immune system, all this stuff, I started looking into the medicinal mushrooms. And one of the first ones I came across was chaga. And chaga is well noted to, well, this, first of all, this is one of the rare uh, food sources of melanin, right? Melanin, right? That might sound familiar. This is that skin pigment that is noted to be one of those things related to longevity and great skin, all right? You might have heard a statement that black don't crack, all right? There are a few foods that actually have melanin built in, but the big component is it's a powerful antioxidant. And chaga might be the most antioxidant-dense nutritive source that's ever been discovered. All right, more antioxidants than you name it, red wine, chocolate, whatever you put out there, chaga has more. All right, so I was looking at it from that perspective and also immunomodulation. That's one of the things I really studied and looking at some of the impacts on in the clinical data on chaga and cancer. It is fascinating to look into that. So all of this stuff. And so chaga was one of the first things. And then I came across Rishi, cordyceps, and lion's mane. So if we're talking about brain health, lion's mane, University of Malaya did some studies and they found that lion's mane is one of the few things, they're actually studying it for assistance in healing traumatic brain injuries, right? Is that potent? And so what they found was that this is one of those other rare nutrients that's able to stimulate neurogenesis, right? The creation of new brain cells and it's neuroprotective and protecting your brain against nefarious uh, inputs, right? Whether that's environmental stress or whether it's stress through our food, you know, bringing in pesticides, the stuff that we're breathing in. Lion's mane is, is one of the most remarkable things for protecting your brain from the things that it's exposed to. And so for me, I'm a huge fan of Four Sigmatic for my lion's mane because they do a dual extraction of the mushroom. So they're doing a hot water extract and an alcohol extract. So when you hear clinical data like that, what kind of extraction method are they using to get the good stuff out of the mushroom. And Four Sigmatic does both so that, and it's there in one easy to use packet, organic, wild source. They, they do the best job in procuring the mushrooms as well in an ethical fashion. And they have the lion's mane elixir, which is lion's mane by itself. It's more like a tea. And they also have, which I like that with a little bit of, you know, maybe a little almond milk. And then they have the lion's mane coffee blend which has chaga in there as well, and some organic coffee. And so either one of those is a great addition to your superhero utility belt, something that, again, this is about protecting your brain. And it's great to include things that are gonna help our brain's performance, but we also need to protect our brain because there's, again, we're exposed to a lot of different things that our ancestors were never exposed to. So pop over there, check them out. It's foursigmatic.com forward slash model. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G. M-A-T-I-C dot com forward slash model. You get 50% off everything that they carry. And uh, again, just do yourself a favor. Make sure you got some Four Sigmatic in your cabinet. 
All right. And on that note, let's get back to our compilation. We're doing a compilation of some of the most inspirational messages from some of the most inspirational women who we've had here on the Model Health Show. And next up, we've got a clip from a true fitness icon today as well. And she's just blown up like on social media. And she's created this movement of really just positive body image and understanding that health and fitness comes in all different shapes and sizes. And her brand, you know, just a little t-shirt says, thick thighs save lives. Thick thighs do indeed save lives. I can put, you know, a testament to that, that that's, that's a truth. That's a fundamental truth of the universe. All right. And so Lita Lewis was on the show and this clip she's going to be sharing with you uh, a quick insight about weathering life's inevitable storms that come about. And I think that you're really going to get a lot out of this. So check out this clip from the amazing Lita Lewis. In fact, I really encourage people that if they find themselves in a really dark place or a hard time, they have to know without a shadow of a doubt, it never lasts, right? Mm. And then I really encourage that if you can find a moment to stay still within that storm that you're enduring, change your perspective just slightly. You may see the reason why life or God or the universe is putting you through that storm. If you are lucky and you have that little bright light within, you may find the reason. Therefore, it makes it a little bit more easier to endure that storm. But one, know that it never lasts. And two, there's absolutely a reason why life is dealt you that card for the better. So I've gone through those storms multiple times in my life and without a doubt every single time because I've had that minute to be still and realize it's okay because I will gain X, Y, Z afterwards that would then put me in a position to do X, Y, Z that puts me on top of the mountain every time. Up next in our compilation of some of the most inspiring messages from some of the most inspiring women we've had on the Model Health Show is, this is one of my besties right here. This clip is from Cynthia Garcia. Now we spent a lot of time together, uh, a lot of nights just hanging out, you know, double dates and uh, just laughing, having a good time and, and thinking, talking about big things, big ideas. And she's just one of my favorite people. And she's also the founder of the Institute of Transformational Nutrition nationally accredited health coaching program and also business school that's the thing that's really what sets itn apart one of the things that set them apart and also the nutrition education is just phenomenal if you want some more information about itn check out transformationalnutrition.com forward slash model but in this clip in this episode uh with cynthia garcia which again just one of my favorite people one of my favorite episodes she's going to be sharing an insight about getting beyond victimhood and being more empowered in your life. So let's check out this clip from the incredible Cynthia Garcia. Especially when you talk about the mindset, right? Because you can either be the victim or you can be the victor, right? And it's really up to you. Um, But it's not always, it's that simple, but it's not that easy. 
Do you understand? Because we have grown up, most of us, we, I mean, I don't know anyone who hasn't experienced trauma, right? If you were born, you've experienced trauma. Mm. And so that affects you and you carry that with you. You know this, you carry it in your body. It's in your mind. It influences your behaviors and it's conditioning. You know, your neurological pathways are formed around these ways of thinking. And so you have to really hone in on that. And so obviously the food critically important, but you have to understand the deeper triggers, right? You, you know, you talked earlier about, you know, going to the the pasta celebration, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to have this, you know, what is it that's triggering that? I wonder, uh, like, I like to play the I wonder game. I wonder when else you felt that way. You felt like somebody told you you couldn't do something and you mm. just really fought back against that. I wonder, well, it was this time when I was you know, eight years old, you know, and my dad did this or my mom did this or my brother did this and I thought I'll show them, right? And so there's always this trauma, like my client with the Snickers bars, Mm -hmm. there's always something um, that these things are triggering. So the key is to understand how to safely get to those dark places, how to let go of shame that you felt around this for so long. Like I used to be so ashamed to tell Mm -hmm. my story I thought if they hear this, they're not going to like me. They're not like me, right? They're different. I'm different than they are. And I was very ashamed and I lived with that for a really, really long time and it just ate away at me. It held me back in so many areas, Sean. Uh, you know, you talked about business. You got to be able to run a business if you're a coach or any kind of healthcare practitioner, yeah. which is so true. But I would self-sabotage because, oh, I'm just that little girl mm-hmm. from the Appalachian Mountains who didn't have running water, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. so. Getting over the the trauma, getting through the trauma, and, and we teach this at ITN. Um, we teach the transformational trauma technique that helps you to go back and really uncover what those where that shame comes from and what the traumatic events were that led to that. So that what you can do is transform your deepest pain and your darkest shame into your greatest power. And then you can use that to leverage you forward in every area of your life. You know, you talk about relationships. That's huge, right? I always say if you want to understand how someone's health is, take a look at their relationships. It's a direct correlation every single time, right? This earth suit that we are in, like I somehow I got in here and you got in there and, you know, little I, I look at little animals sometimes and I'm like, how'd you get in there? <laughs> how did that soul get in there? It's such a, a trip, right? But we all have had these these journeys. And I think when you can get to the root of some of these things and release and let go, it can power you forward yeah. because now you're not a victim. And now when you're at the dinner and the pasta is presented and you're like, I'm going to eat that pasta, you can step back and almost become an observer. And you can say, this is me doing that thing again, right? And here's why. And now you know. Now, whether you eat the pasta or you don't, that's not the point, right? The point is you're developing an awareness so that you can break those old habits. You can create new neurological pathways, right? That's how you create change and transformation. It's understanding what you are without trying to change it, right? Like Mm. Krishnamurti said. Because when you understand it, then what you are undergoes a complete transformation and you'll eat the right foods just as a byproduct of the person that you're transforming into. Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. 
You know how you meet people in your life that you just click with. You guys just catch a vibe and no matter what's going on, no matter where you are, it's just like, it's just, it's all love. It's a vibe, it's a connection. For me, one of those people is Isabel Price. And it's funny because how our, our connection evolved She's been in the fitness space for man, many, many years, and she's impacted tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of lives, specifically serving and supporting women. And she made a shift from just focusing on diet to just focusing on the whole person more recently. And it's just been an incredible um, experience to see and to see the impact and the shift in her. But when we first met, she was coming to me. She was one of the very last people that I was working with before, you know, kind of closing my clinical practice and focusing on writing books and, and speaking and doing the model health show and just working on different projects. Um, but she was just dedicated to getting better. You know, she's true celebrity in the space and she was wanting to uh, just get rid of her vices. Like she was leaning on coffee, like super hard, right? Not like a cup or two a day, you know, Put an X10 behind that, you know, just like, well, wait a minute, that's like 20 cups. She was just going hard on the coffee, not 20 cups a day, but, you know, she just didn't want to feel like she was dependent on something. She wanted to be able to, if she wants to enjoy coffee, she can enjoy it. But she was just hard charging and, um, you know, she reached out to get some strategies and how to transition away from that. And we were successful. She just, you know, did an amazing job. But just a friendship really fostered from our communication, our connection, and her just being a, a dope person, you know? So um, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to have her on. She's truly, again, she's just killing it. Her business is incredible, her, her reach, the things she's accomplished. And in this clip, she's gonna be talking about an important mindset shift that you need to have in taking care of your body, all right? This is a literally, it's a mindset shift to take place. And so we're gonna jump into this conversation with my awesome, amazing friend, Isabel Price. We really need to look at it. We really need to look at taking care of ourselves in a completely, completely different way. So let's say I was an artist and I made you a sculpture, right? And it was a beautiful sculpture. And I gave it to you and Anne for your house, right? And you were like, you were just in awe of it, right? And you took it home and you put it on a shelf. And once a week you would dust it, you know, just to make sure that it, it looked nice. And people would come to your house and you'd be like, look at this sculpture that Isabel made me. Like, isn't it, you know, isn't it great? Um, and, you know, every once in a while you'd text me and be like, sculpture's still looking great. Like, you know, <laughs> it's awesome, right? You would take care of it out of love for me, right? Or just or just out of love, right? But what if I made you the sculpture and you took it home and you put it on the shelf and you looked at it and you were like, that's just one more thing I need to take care of. And every time you dusted it, because you did, once a week you'd be like, I hate dusting, oh, but I'll do it, you know? Or if the only reason why you did it was because you thought I'd be mad at you if I didn't, if you didn't, right? You'd be like, well, I don't want Isabel to get mad, so I better just dust this thing and take care of it, right? What's the difference there, right? Like one is you're taking care of it just really out of love, respect, like so happy and grateful that I made you this thing. And the other one is just doing it out of like just guilt almost like I have to. And I truly believe that God gave us this beautiful, beautiful 
temple, right? This vessel. And if we can shift our mindset to think like, I want to take care of what you gave me, right? Like I got two arms and two legs and I can do all this stuff. And, you know, of course I want to feed it the right way. Like, you know, thank you, God, like that I have this opportunity. And until you get to that place, then it's just a bunch of half do's and dragging yourself to the gym and make eating food that you don't even want to eat, you know, and as opposed to one of, you know what, this is, I'm so grateful to be able to do this, right? And, you know, there's a lot of people that weren't born with two arms and two legs yeah. and, um, and even still, right? Like many of them make the most of it or, or actually do take care of themselves even better than some of us who have, were born, you know, being able to do everything. Yeah, living outstanding lives. Yeah. Living yeah. their best life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... With that said, um, you've also now, you, you might be at a place where you're telling people, like instead of telling them they need to lose weight, you might tell somebody that they don't need to lose weight. Yeah. Why, would you, why would you do that? Especially with you being in this field and selling weight loss programs, why, why would you say that to somebody? Because the first thing that I want to communicate to them is that you are enough exactly as you are right now, Right. You are absolutely perfect right now. Who you are, your thoughts, what you have to give to this world right now. Now, if you want to wake up each day and feel better and be able to do the things that you want to do, now that's something that you get to do. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Sean, you don't have to be here. You don't have to do this. You didn't have to go to the gym this morning. But this is what you get to do. And until I can get to that place with them, right? Like not this is what you have to do, but this is what you get to do. Then it's just a lot of wasted time. Then it's a lot of I lost 10 pounds. I fell off the wagon. Uh, I'm, you know, I ate healthy all week. And then I went to a, a party this weekend and I just ate, you know, whatever. Um, so until I really feel like they've made that mental shift, um, then it's just a bunch of beating yourself up, forcing yourself. Um, when you said that, like it literally, it just struck me, you know, like I, I felt, I really listened to what you said and I hope that other people did as well, that you are perfect how you are right now. Next up in our compilation, we have a clip from an episode that I did with Christine Hassler. Oh my goodness. One of my favorite episodes, dropping jewel after jewel after jewel. And by the way, all of these episodes you could find in the show notes. So if one just jumps out or just grabs you by your blouse or by your shirt, isn't blouse like a strange name, by the way? Uh, when I think, and the funny thing is, when I think of blouse, I think of Prince. I'm just being honest. But anyways, if, it, if any jumps out and grabs you by your blouse or your t-shirt or whatever you have on, your turtleneck, you have the opportunity to go and watch the full episode or listen to the full episode and get the full download. But Christine is a coach who's, oh my goodness, she's just in a different stratosphere in her ability to help folks struggling with, uh, you know, emotional traumas, with mental anguish, with just performing at a higher level, whether it's in their business or their relationships. And she's incredible, best-selling author as well. But in this clip, she's going to be sharing with you how expectations influence our lives 
and how we can experience an expectation hangover. Super fascinating stuff. Let's go into this clip with the amazing Christine Hastin. Why is it so difficult to just say like, this is what I want? Because we don't think we deserve it. We don't think we're enough or we think it might upset other people or we're afraid we can't, we, we're afraid of not being able to do it. Yeah. You know, so I think there's, there's a lot of reasons. Um, a lot of times for people who have, uh, I call them compensatory strategies. So mine was the overachiever, those things that we do to make us feel safe or validated or mm -hmm. compensate for where we feel less than. A lot of people who are people pleasers often don't go after what they want for fear of what other people will think, for fear of upsetting other people. You know, their life is so oriented to making sure everybody else is happy and being more of a giver mm -hmm. than a receiver. So their self-worth is often very low. So they don't think that they deserve it. Um, or it's the, you know, really thinking that it's, it's too big or everybody else is doing it. And the who am I to story, that's a mm, big one yeah. that gets in the way. Yeah. Who am I to go help people? There's already other people out there. What do yeah. I have to offer? What's the value for me? Um, so there's a, there's, there's a lot of ways we get in our own way on that one. I want to dive in a little bit deeper on this one. Mm -hmm. Before we do that, I want to jump back really quickly and talk about something you've said a couple of times, the expectation hangover. Oh, All right, yeah. Like, let's define what that is oh, yeah. and how this kind of plays into this as well. So I made up the term, um, which is probably a good word defining it. It's when one of three things happen. Either something doesn't go according to plan and you're disappointed, like you didn't get the job, um, you end up getting a divorce, whatever, someone breaks up with you, yeah. or something does go according to plan but you don't feel like you thought you would. Mm -hmm. Like my job in Hollywood, reaching a certain point and not being happy. Yeah. Or life just throws you an unexpected curveball. You know, you get diagnosed with an illness, you get laid off, like something undesirable that you didn't see coming that throws off your sense of certainty, safety and control, just like a universal two by four. And you're left with like hangover like symptoms like you you want to get out of it it feels awful your head is spinning from all the the thoughts and the thinking and the fear of uncertainty it's just a terrible terrible feeling because the thing about an expectation hangover is we don't have certainty and a well of emotion comes up and we're in chaos because anytime we have an expectation hangover there's some kind of transition happening there's some kind of ending there's some kind of blow to our ego or a sense of, of security and we're in that uncertain period, which for the human psyche is incredibly challenging. It's even more challenging if you grew up in a more kind of chaotic, unstable household because it threatens that, that little kid inside who's like, when's the other shoe gonna drop, oh my God. And when we're in those, what, we, what most people tend to do is wanna get out of them as quickly as possible. And they use ineffective coping strategies like numbing Mm -hmm. Overeating, over drinking, over gaming, over social media, over working. Working is one of the yeah. kind of acceptable ones. Right. Yeah. Um, spiritual bypass, like I'm just going to meditate my way out of it and like everything happens for a reason and la di da. Or be strong. I'm going to be strong. Be strong. I'm going to push through and look at how strong I am. That's another one that doesn't work. Or the, the pep talk, <laughs> just that right. positive pep talk kind of thing. Yeah. And those kind of gets you a little bit through it, but it's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm. It doesn't really heal it. Right. And that's really why I wrote the book is because from my own life and working with thousands of people at this point, there's such healing that can happen in an expectation hangover because 
let's just use like if you got broken up with, it's not the first time your heart's been broken. Like it's pushing a button that goes back to maybe when your dad left the family when you were five or something like that. And it's in those moments where we can really dive in and go into the feelings and heal emotionally, mentally, behavioral, and spiritually. And so to me, disappointment is a huge doorway to transformation. If we can, again, start with acceptance. Like, I don't like this, I don't like this, but ask not why is it happening, but what am I learning? Mm. What is it showing me? All right, next up in our compilation of some of the most inspiring messages from some of the most inspiring women we've had here on the Model Health Show. I gotta be honest, we're saving the best for last here. All right, we've got this clip from my wife, my best friend, my coach, my leader, my cheerleader, my supporter, my boss, my partner, everything. She's everything to me. And in this specific clip, she's gonna be spitting some real game to you, okay? Now, you got, I, I want you to absorb this, get this in your, in your soul, because this is some real stuff, all right? This is real. I'm telling you this from direct experience. She's gonna be talking about the superpowers that women carry that needs to be acknowledged today more than ever, all right? So let's check out this clip from my wife, my best friend, Ann Stevenson. I just think I have been fortunate to have such amazing, strong women in my life that I have just some solid examples on what a strong woman looks like. And, and, and once I had Brayden, I really, I started to understand that strength that I had in me, that it wasn't a physical thing, even though, you know, when you work out, it, it is a certain strength that I'm able to tap into, but this is a whole other part that I never knew existed in me. Mm -hmm. I knew it was, it was dormant until then. So, so that, that has helped. But again, don't necessarily, if that you don't have that background or anything, I, I, I know truly that women, we, we have this superpower that we want to, we try and ignore it. it you know, you, I knew it was there even before realizing and having birth, home birth and all of that. It was there. It was just like I didn't want to own up to it. I felt that I wanted to shy away from it. Um, but it, it just kept on coming. And again, situations will come forth for you to express that. So I first is just the realization that if you are a wife and, or a girlfriend or whatever, it's like you do take control of the relationship in, in, in a different aspect, but you're able to, you're kind of the driver. You're able to, you know, they always say, um, you, you can train your man how you want them to treat you. And it was just like, wow, how am I supposed to do that? Like they, you know, they seem like they know, you know, they're hard headed they can't listen. The thing is, they don't want to be without you. Mm. Plain and simple. Yeah. Like, I mean, the one, and if they don't, like, obviously they're not the one for you. And again, it's not about abusing your power. It's you've always been able to see the bigger picture before it happens. And I'm speaking to the ladies. We are always able to see it 
even when it's a small inkling something happens i know you can testify to this so many times i've told you about something mm -hmm. and then sure enough it comes to pass but it had to happen so many times i think some men it might have to take so many times for it to happen where it's like i told you so yeah until, listen to mamacita. right listen. until now he just has to come be like what do you think <laughs> True. <laughs> you know but True. and then that we talk about that patience of being there and being like you know what he'll get it but you know who you're in the relationship with and what routes you have to for you i knew you would get it at some point but some things we just have to go through the motions with it but as women it's like standing up to that role because if you don't no one else will and and i know sometimes it seems unfair like well he should you know no he's busy he has his own role and he knows what he's here to do for you he is the like he can be the provider or uh, however, whatever title that you have, the complexity of the relationship, but standing up, standing up for that because no one else will. That means you taking control of what happens in the house. This is what we're going to do in the mornings. We're going to talk this out. I don't care what happens. No. Yeah, you want to go? Okay, if you go, then these are the consequences. And, mm. and that's another part I feel. They're so afraid if they set consequences that their man will leave them. Then obviously it wasn't for you. Mm. And it's I'm sorry it hurts to say that, but it's the truth. He's, then they were not there for you because if they are, they're willing to battle it out. If that means they're going to sit there and y'all going to like talk for five hours straight to figure out what is going on because you are worth it. Yeah. But it takes for you to recognize that because a man cannot, is not gonna <laughs> shine that light for you to do that. And the thing is, every woman knows this is true. They feel it in their heart. It's just that afraid of, if I do it, the love will be taken away. I don't want to be too strong or, you know, all these small things. And, and, and the funny thing, a man will embrace that. It will embrace it and will uplift you up even more. So um, I, I think patience, but also just following your innate gut to just follow through, stand up and being strong. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is like, babe. When you said he doesn't want to be without you, man, that hit my soul. Like, <laughs> I definitely do not want to be without you. What does it take? What do I have to do, you know? And I'm just going through scenarios in my mind, like, what if I'm upset? What if I'm, like, really hurt about something? So I still don't want to be without you. So I'm going to do whatever it takes, you know? And um, yeah. and can I say something, too, though? I You know, and when I say this sometimes you know, like there'll be people where it's like, I'm just going to do it and being this strong voice. But I think also to add compassion to it, like also seeing what you need to do to become that woman first, because there's always inner work to be done. 
And, and when the more you do inner work, the more compassionate you will be for your mate and you will know the right way to say things, but still being that firm individual yeah. that is willing to stand for themselves, to, to be that voice that they know, like it's been in their heart all this time. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and this compilation and please send this out to somebody that you love, an inspirational woman in your life and show some support, show some love. And this is for everybody though. This truly is. These insights, um, these these mental tips and tools and, 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 and mindset shifts can truly change the course of our life if we allow them in and truly imbue them into our spirit. So if something really spoke to you today, walk with it, really meditate on it, process the information, make it a mantra, you know, something that you can just carry in. I am enough. I am enough. And just remember how powerful you are. All right. Because right now, more than ever, we need people to embrace their innate greatness, their innate goodness. And first of all, it starts from a place, a foundation of love, of loving oneself and understanding that you are enough. You are perfect how you are with the caveat that you have full permission to change and to be everything that you want to be as well. And I want to be here to support you in that. So I thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this experience with me. And again, you can share this out with the people you care about. You can shoot it out right from the podcast app, hit the share button, or you can share it out on social media. And of course, tag me if you're sharing on social media. And uh, I appreciate that. I love seeing the shares out on social. You can tag me I'm on Instagram. I'm at Sean Model, S-H-A-W-N Model. And on Twitter as well, at Sean Model. On Facebook, I'm at The Model Health Show. All right, so I appreciate you so much for tuning in today. We've got some epic stuff coming your way. We're focused this month on brain health. So the next episode coming is fire. All right, so good, so good. So make sure to stay tuned and look out for that very soon. All right, I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.